Hello, friends. Welcome back to Bigger Than Me. I'm your host, Allie Hare. I recorded a lot of like funny things over the weekend, but listening back to them, none of them are really podcast appropriate. And I say that kind of loosely, understanding that I am pretty, <laughs> pretty vulgar on my podcast. I did have somebody on my um, Facebook last week. I posted, I literally posted like the link to last week's episode. And I was like, hey guys. Not gonna, not gonna pretend that everything's all sunshine and daisies over here, but listen to this episode, listen to this episode, you know, whatever, just being, being myself, being me. And somebody didn't like that. My shirt that I was wearing at the time, it had the word fuck on it, didn't like that. So while I'm being all, you know, vulnerable with my chaos captions of like, she's disassociating. I, yeah, my shirt said fuck and dude was like I see no value in vulgarity and I see no need for curse word and like okay but anyway anyway so where was I who knows who the fuck knows oh yeah okay I'm getting back to my original point but just want to point out there are many articles that state that the more you curse actually like people who have higher higher IQs typically curse more. So I'm just really fucking smart is what it is going back. So yeah, the things I recorded were were funny, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not the right podcast for those things. Anyway, I was laughing about something that I'm choosing to laugh about. I had somebody reach out to me last week. Um, and I have not responded yet. The message I believe was in like, in a nice tone, but it was something along the lines of, you know, you need to understand how your words are coming off. Well, all due respect, I kind of focused on like how I feel about things right now. And I'm kind of processing through that. And uh, yeah, I will get to you later. But yeah, like I said, I, I think it was in a nice way, but I also am just not in a state to interpret other people's words. But anyway, so like I said, going back to last week's episode and my brand spanking new diagnosis. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I'm not going to tell you. Go back and listen to it. Just kidding. I was diagnosed with BPD. That is borderline personality disorder. Again, for anybody who's listening, BPD is borderline personality disorder. I did not say that I am bipolar. No shade to people who are bipolar, but there seemed to be a lot of confusion there. So just clearing that up, I have been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and I am doing the research. Yeah, doing the research, doing my thing. So anyway, I started writing. I started writing and that's where you guys come in. Oh yeah, but <laughs> okay. I know where I was going with this. Yeah, fuck, my brain is all over the place. Okay, so I did start looking up, you know, treatment, suggested, suggested treatments for borderline personality disorder outside of just, you know, talk therapy, medication, all that kind of stuff. I had looked into, looked into, I Googled and there was a particular type of therapy, something behavioral therapy. It's like DBT. I, I like looked into that and I started to look in the area to see if there were any doctors that were, you know, that was their expertise or they were, you know, very experienced in that. Anyway, so I found this one place and I reached out and they are like filled out their little like intake form. And <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny to me. So they called me and did like an assessment with me and everything. And they they suggested 
suggested a bit of a bit of a longer stay than I was quite quite expecting. And I was talking to I was talking to Daryl about it, and literally like <laughs> he's like the you know, it's not going to be like girl interrupted. <laughs> and I started just like busting out laughing. And I swear to God, in my head, I was like, oh my God, save me, Angelina Jolie. And just like, you know, like, he was like, no, he was like, there's probably like 200 other influencers there right now. <laughs> oh my God. Do we all have daddy issues? No, no, we can't. Can't be all of us. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch that to just childhood issues let's just we're gonna go there for now because let's be honest can't blame it all on that guy right you know anyway moving on moving on so yeah my husband was roasting me about that but yeah I decided I was just gonna share that I decided I was gonna share it a few people by a few I mean two people three people know that and now all of you do but I kind of just want to be open like I have been with a lot of stuff I am obviously not open about, you know, my entire life, but I'll be as open as I can. So I did decide I was going to share that because, yeah, I literally in my head, I'm like, oh my God, like, they want to put me away. It's like, no, it's just like, it's, and I, I do realize, I also understand that it is, I am very privileged that I am able to look into this kind of treatment. I am, I'm a hundred percent aware of, of, you know, I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for that. I don't want to diminish that. So I'm not making fun of it. I'm just, this is how my brain processes things. You guys are here listening to me talk, my podcast. This is how my brain prog. This is how my brain processes things. I have to make, I have to make it funny first. I do. I have to make it funny first. And then I'll, I'll figure out how I feel about it later. Although I will say I did when I first like got the phone with the with this this facility or whatever. <laughs> I I needed to make a phone call and I didn't quite leave any I was going to say leave quite enough time. I didn't leave any time in between like hanging up with the facility and then making that phone call. And yeah, <laughs> some emotion just kind of came like running out unexpectedly, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, so with that said, I started writing about this. So the title of this one, obviously, is Say What You Mean to Say. Not Say What You Need to Say. This is not a tribute to fucking John Mayer, okay? Fuck, I don't have an issue with John Mayer. I just don't appreciate his music. Okay, Say What You Mean to Say. The audacity, the fucking audacity to say the things we mean to say. Not the things we need to say. The things we mean to say. So I guess like for about four years now, I have felt like an entire encyclopedia, like an entire encyclopedia set worth of words have just been like, I've been holding on to this, this massive collection of words that I've needed to say, right? Like words about, words about anger, words about fear, words about regret, pain, loss, grief, what a lot of dark words, apparently. <laughs> they just, they bounce around my brain like a, like a pinball, like, like a damn, oh my God, who played that? <laughs> God, my brain is all over the place. Yeah. Did you ever play that on your, on your desktop computer? We had so many fucking computers growing up. So many computers growing up. Like, I realized now, now, like everybody, yeah, everybody has a computer, right? But like, as kids, like, it was like the family had a computer, like one, you know, 
there was one computer for the entire family and you had the computer room, you know, and now we call it an office. <laughs> but it was it was the computer room and that's where you went. And that room was really hot because that massive ass desktop like was just constantly burning up. <laughs> there were two desktops in there. And then my dad was like a big computer nerd and computer nerd, whatever. He was in computers. Um, so we had these huge gateway computers. And so there were two in the, we call it the computer room. I have a friend from from high school that it was called the war room at her house because it also had her dad's like, he had he had quite a collection, like war memorabilia and stuff. It was called the war room and like you weren't allowed to touch anything. Shout out to you, Mr. Guard. Hope you're doing well. But uh, But yeah, so the computer room, and that's where you went and you heard that like terrible dial up to get on the internet. God, I am aging the shit out of myself right now. Oh my God. Speaking of aging myself, I swear to God, I'm getting back to my point. But speaking of aging myself, <laughs> I went to, I had a meeting with a friend the other day to kind of chat about real estate and social media and just kind of catch up, catch up with each other. And uh, we went, <laughs> we went and met for brunch at just this, you know, little restaurant not too far from the house. And after brunch, we were like going up to the host stand to to pay and this little girl. And I say little girl because like she's she's standing at the host stand. She was talking to the other girl that was standing up there and they were laughing because this girl, this little girl, she said, I keep saying little girl. Oh my God. She she said, we were just laughing about how our, our credit card machines went down and we had to like hand swipe everything like it was the 90s. And I was like, oh my God what do you mean like it was the 90s like how how old are you when were you born were you born in the 90s she was like I was born in 2004 it's like oh my god okay all right cool 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 I'm nearly 20 years older than you but okay that doesn't doesn't hurt at all anyway anyway so yeah Getting back to the computer room, you played you played the pinball, the pinball game, the massive ass desktops. Yeah, we had like one, two, three, four. We have five. We have five of those. They came in these huge, huge card cardboard boxes that were like had like cow print on them. And they stayed in our garage for years and years and years and years and years. I think we finally got them down when I actually sold their house, like back in 2018 the 2018 2019 I can't remember I don't know, like I'm asking you guys like you know she's psychotic anyway so it feels like it feels like a pinball machine in my brain it's just this little fucking like all these words these words and thoughts and shit just fucking ricocheting off my fucking brain off my skull all day long it's very noisy up there but sometimes sometimes I remember I remember I remember the times the words got stuck in my throat and sometimes they still do they they still do but I'm getting better they used to choke me <laughs> my uh, my emotions always came before my words and to some people, that was funny. Some people would laugh while I cried. I couldn't breathe because all of these words were like fighting to get out at the same time, right? And I couldn't make sense of them. I just, not not before I was already like hyperventilating, tears streaming down my face because I, I needed to be heard. I needed to get them out. Like I needed someone to listen. I feel like I made that word really obnoxious to hear. I lied. Okay, for about 30 years, I've been choking on words. I, words I 
so desperately needed to say. Because I did. I, I needed so fucking badly to be heard. What I'm realizing is I needed... I needed to be to be understood, to feel understood. And honestly, it wasn't really until sometime this year that I realized the things I needed to say weren't necessarily always lining up with the things that I meant to say. It's funny because I, I haven't always trusted the words in my head, and I haven't always felt safe to communicate how those words make, make me feel, right? Like, I don't know, I... It, <laughs> I've I've been scared, scared that if I said how I really felt, I or how I, you know, I felt about something or how, you know, something I don't know, how I felt about whatever, I would be judged. I'd be judged, shamed, mocked, misunderstood. I'm still battling that like incredible need to feel understood. I'm also giving myself some grace there in learning that it is apparently a textbook symptom of BPD. God, I feel like I'm always talking in circles, like especially right now. Still dodging the words I mean to say. But what I mean is, okay, it's no secret. I, I th- I'm i pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before. I've said it, I said it on my previous podcast, but I, I haven't, haven't spoken to my dad in several years. And... For so it's been about four years, and for those four years, I have really not until this year, not until this year, I I have felt this this need to to get out all the things that that I never said, to get out the things that how he made me feel, how his actions affected me, how I'm not going to go further into that, but. I'm realizing it was when I think about I think about it now and think about all the things that I've thought I needed to say, it really was just telling someone else how they made me feel. But at the end of the day, that's it's on me. It's on me. It's on us. It's on us, right? Like it's on me to instead of instead of trying so hard to be understood. And, and to be heard, to just, to just stop fighting against the fear of being misunderstood. You know what I mean? And just say what I mean to say. Say what I mean to say, and if people like it, great. If they don't, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not begging anybody to like me, right? But I, I have... I have clung on to this deep need of if you only understood me, you would know who I am as a person and and how I think and how I feel and and why this is important to me and why this is important to me and why you should love me, why you should want to be friends with me, why you should want to hire me, why you should want to hang out with me. What the fuck ever? <laughs> I'm rambling again. I'm always rambling. I just... I'm realizing that I I don't need to fight to be understood. I need I need to say what I mean to say and understand that I cannot control I cannot control how anyone feels about me, right? I cannot control that. What I can control is how I feel about me. I can control how I react to things, how I feel about things, and it's not about anymore making making anyone understand where I'm coming from. You can't. 
you can't. I, oh God, I wasted so many years of my life just, just waiting until the day that I would feel like, like people would really know who I was. Like I, I cared way too much about what people thought about what I was or who I was or whatever. And now I, I, yeah, that's been the greatest thing I've let go of is just caring so deeply about what other people think about me and understanding that I could, I could literally sit here and say, you know, two plus two is four. And someone could say, I don't agree with that. Okay, cool. Cool. I don't need you to. I don't need you to because I know what I know and you're dumb. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But here's where I'm going to make it like a little bit sad and then I'm going to, I'll bring you back up. You know, she's an upper and a downer and a downer and an upper. That could have, what? Anyway, God, what is wrong with me? Why do you people listen to me? Why do you like out with me? I, this has been a great week though, I do have to say. <laughs> before I take you down. This has been a great week, though, because I'm a huge football fan. Regrettably, I'm not as big of a college football fan as I am a pro football fan. I just, I don't know. Like, I was rooted for for USC, the the real University of South Carolina, the real USC for my friends out there. Yeah, I mean, I was... I was always a Gamecocks fan, but uh, I'm just, I'm a diehard Panthers fan. Anyway, long story short, football's back this week. It's super exciting. It's it's nice. It's really nice because it has, it has, it's been a couple of years since I've, I've, I've really gotten into football because that was, you know, that was, a, that was, that was me and my dad's thing. So it's, it's been a couple of years, but it's been a, it's been awesome to, to get excited about it again. So anyway, I'm going to give you an example of what I mean when I say things that I felt I needed to say instead of now understanding what that really means. For instance, let's take the phrase, I'm scared. I have a deep fear of abandonment. That is also courtesy of BPD. I'm terrified people will choose not to be there when I need them most. But I just want to make sure that you heard that clearly. It's not, I'm terrified people won't be there. I'm terrified they'll choose not to be there. And I have to I have to do that with a lot of of words and phrases of understanding that when I actually take a step back and say, I'm scared really means I'm terrified you won't choose me is not a result of anything that other person has done, right? And again, like, like I said, for anything, as as a friend, as an employee, as a what the fuck ever, right? It's just this deep fear of not not you're not going to be there but i'm going to i'm going to count on you and when it matters when it matters most to me you're going to choose not to be there hello childhood trauma anyway so <laughs> that's what i mean is i'm having i'm having to go back i'm having to really take a look at these things that that i've said i need to say these things i need to write this down i need to write a letter i need to make a phone call i need to whatever no i don't because all that that's doing is communicating how is is saying how you have made me feel how someone else has made me feel no they didn't no they didn't it, at this point, at this point in my life, it is 
it is up to me to to say, look, you can't you can't hurt me if I know if I know that I believe in myself more. If if I choose me. How is this supposed to be like the best podcast in the world if I constantly am just like limiting myself and what I'm like brave enough to say? I'll start there. That's 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 my start for now. The deep, deep fear of abandonment. That is, that's the one I'm tackling today as far as textbook BPD symptoms go. The the need to feel understood and the deep fear of abandonment. It's not that you won't be there, it's that you'll choose not to be. Ugh. Yeah, so anyway, I'm gonna go back to watching football and not being a Debbie Downer. And, oh, who's watching House of the Dragons? House of Dragons? House of the Dragon? Fuck. I'll never get it right. Last night's episode was weird, right? It was really weird. Really, really weird. We don't need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's still kind of fresh. But yeah, not a... Not the coolest thing. Not the coolest thing. I'm rambling. (laughs) I'm rambling. I'm getting more comfortable with literally just talking to you guys like I would talk to a really good friend. So that's what I'm going to keep trying to do. And I hope that you've enjoyed this. Even though it's the ramblings of a mad woman, this is, I'm processing my own way. I Like I said, I got to make things funny before I, before I figure out what the hell I want to do with them. We did. We did joke over the weekend that, uh, I should change my podcast outro from uh, from I'm a big girl with a big personality to I'm a big girl. I'm a big girl. I've got daddy issues, but this shit's bigger than me. <laughs> but like I said, I'm just taking that back. I'm going to I'm going to just broaden that. I'm going to de-narrow it. That's not the word. That's not the word. I'm going to broaden that. I'm going to broaden that and say childhood issues. <laughs> childhood issues. Anyway. Anyway, everybody, if you would like to hear my ramblings once again next week, I would be so appreciative if you would tune back in. Wherever you get your podcasts, I hope that you will like and follow or subscribe or whatever. Tap that little plus button. Put me in your library. Download me. Listen on the plane. Listen at the office. Listen in your car. Listen wherever you want to listen. Leave, you know, rate, review. That would be amazing. I would really, really appreciate that. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at bigger than me pod or at lights camera alley. You can always email me at bigger than alley at gmail.com. I'm a big girl. I got a big personality, but this shit is bigger than me. Bye guys.